Ladies and gentlemen, Fight Bananas presents Coffee and KOs Outside the Octagon. We're crazy about fights and jacked on caffeine. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time! Tonight's main event is scheduled for a one 30 minute interview. Interviewing out of the red corner, the coffee Theo's crew. He interviewed out of the blue corner, Jason the Vanilla Gorilla Hey, Jason, thanks for joining us today. It's probably one of the best intros I've ever had. <laughs> I, I do like, what I can. Like Bruce Buffer, and then like right below that was just the intro you just had, I think. Like like minuscule amount of under Bruce Buffer, but I, I yeah. dig it. And the best around song awesome. you can. I mean, you got to dance to that song. You, can't, you got you to love that song. Awesome. Yeah, Carrie, Carrie's over here to my right. He's kind of like our producer. He he's over in the corner there. But that's that's the one thing he kind of enjoys to uh to do is the little intros there. So we appreciate that from him. But hey, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you taking taking time to come hang out with us. And uh we normally like to start our interviews with uh are you a coffee guy or are you not a coffee guy? I'm a coffee guy hundred percent. Uh my wife actually just bought me a co- uh curry my gym she's like i'm sick of going to quick trip and spending money on coffee at quick trip so she's like here's a keurig make your own coffee save some money two birds one stone nice now do you uh do you ever find like i have a keurig too but i feel like like i really like coffee like sometimes if i want like a really nice cup of coffee i won't use the keurig because i feel like it does have like a little bit less quality uh i'm not i'm not calling you a snob but i'm not that big of a coffee snob so i'm like as long as i get a little I wake up at 4 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday. So as long as I get a little bit of caffeine in me, I don't care. I'm cool with it. <laughs> and are you drinking it black or are you adding cream, milk? How are you drinking it? I like my coffee like I like Beyonce. A lot of cream and a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I can like, expect that. I feel like this would be an appropriate time to mention because we are coffee and KOs and we're talking about coffee. What so are your thoughts cool. on the French vanilla gorilla? The French... I'm American, so you can't go French vanilla. I mean, I get it. I like it. I see. I see your idea. I dig it. But I, I, the vanilla gorilla just started. It's already. It's, it's the name. It, I I can't get away from it. It's not like I picked it. Somebody gave it to me, and it just stuck, and everybody laughed. And now, now, it's just the way it is. Yeah. How but how I, did you? How did that name come about? Tell us the story, because obviously it's one of the most interesting names, definitely in fighting. Because you know you have guys like your boy, you have you have like those those different names, and so uh, yours is definitely people will be you'll be known as the Vanilla Gorilla, just like uh, Luis Pena is the Violent Bob Ross. Like it, there's just some of those names that just they stick for sure. Uh, so there's a point in my career I um, I cut to uh, 155. Uh, it was my last amateur fight. I cut the 1v5. I did it wrong. Uh, just the dieting that went into it was just terrible. I didn't know anything about nutrition or how to how to how to go about it. And uh, after the fight, 
I went from like 155 to 198 within a matter of a month. Like just, just put on way too much. Like I was a big, I still had six pack abs, but like I was just a big, a big dude. And I'm, I'm super athletic. And my coach was like, we're in the middle of class. And he's like, man, you have Miller Gorilla. The whole class starts laughing. Uh, I start laughing. He's like, that's your name now. Like I had, a, I had my first pro fight like a month from that. So he's, so I just kind of had to, had to roll with it. And uh, Jason Hyde gave him the nickname and it's it stuck ever since. Do you feel like nicknames usually come in when you're at like the amateur level, like when you first get into a gym or like, where do you see like nicknames really come into play there? That's a great question. Uh, I guess you got to see, you got to see as an amateur. Like, I mean, if you got, you got a guy who bulldozes people, you know, like, uh, like Devin Weber is he's a guy from our gym. Uh, we call him the juggernaut. That's not his nickname, but I'm going to make it his nickname. We're going to make sure he gets stuck with that <laughs> nickname. But, uh, even even as, an, even as an amateur, he's just just the way he fights, the way he does things. It's just like a juggernaut. He's not backing up. He's just rolling through people. Uh, so I think I think you kind of formulate the nickname through an amateur, kind of how you fight and what you do. We actually interviewed Devin Weber, so we, and we were we were advocating, we were talking about whether it should be the juggernaut Devin Weber or Devin the juggernaut Weber, or you know. So we actually ran a poll and. Juggernaut in the middle actually won the poll. That was, that so, was my pick. Uh, I, I'm kind of a fan of the beginning, but I like both. I think both are dope, so I, I can I can respect both. You can't you can't go wrong with either one. He's also the best bowler too. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so this is another thing. So I, I didn't go bowling, but I watched that episode, so I know I know the whole the whole story behind it. But yeah, I never okay. I go bowling with them. They me. I'm not in the cool kids oh wow is that because like you're a little bit older than them you think or or what's probably. what's that about i'm old and married I, I don't that's okay though no nah, i'm not mad about it anyways that's oh, okay uh they're they're a little, little bit younger so they kind of all they have their own little thing going like i'm i'm a i'm a married guy and i have no problem sitting in my basement watching tv not going is, out bowling so is it kind of like is it clicky in the gym a little bit like everyone kind of has their like small groups uh, I mean, in a sense, yes, but we're all in the same, like, we're all the same at the same time. And I, I, that doesn't make any sense at all. But yeah, you have the younger kids who kind of all hang out together. Uh, they go out and you have, you know, like the older guys work. We've been around a while and we're like, we don't want to go out anymore. We got kids and wives and all that stuff. So I'm exhausted from training, let alone going out and bowling afterwards. I, I hear that. Trust me, once you have kids, you'll be begging to get out of the house. Just take it from a man that has that has children. You'll be like, honey, I'm going for two. And okay. and the and and you'll just tell your wife, honey, I'm going out for a drive. And she'll be like, to where? And you'll just say, I don't know yet, but I'm gonna figure it out as I start I driving because I need to get out of the house. Huh? Man, I, I do that now. Like I my my wife, I don't know. I I grew up like uh, up north, like north of the river in Kansas City, and like you went cruising on Friday nights. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have all that stuff back in the day. So you went cruising around. Like if you saw people at Quick Trip, like you stopped at Quick Trip, and that's how you met like the parties and stuff. Where my wife didn't have that. So like for me, I'll literally just throw on a good jam and just go. Like I have a '99 Z28 Camaro that's souped up, and I love driving it. And I'll just throw on some good music and just go drive around. She's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like. I don't care. I have nowhere to go. I'm just driving. It's what I want to do. So I don't even have kids, and I'm probably going to do that. Yeah, I, you will. Trust me. Now, now, what is Quick Trip? Because this – so we've interviewed, I feel hey. like, almost everyone at Glory at this point. But what is it? So we, I'm from uh, Pennsylvania. We're from Pennsylvania. Steve's from Massachusetts. I've never heard of Quick Trip. 
Okay. Quick Trip is the best gas station, highest quality. Every quick is the exact same. You know, like if you know if you go to like a, like a gas station, you go to the, the same gas station like a mile or two away, it's different. It's owned by different people. Like Quick Trip is it's everything's nice, it has everything you need. Uh best quality, best quality gas, best quality everything. They're everywhere in Kansas City. Um I've wanted is it to like, like a Wawa? open what what are you is Spanish? It, is it like what is, what is, Wawa? Is, it, <laughs> is it like is it like a is it like a Wawa or a quick check? That's what we have here. I think like that's Wawa. like a regional thing as well. Wawa. Uh, sheets, like those type of things. Yeah, I don't speak Spanish, but uh, you know, uh <laughs> I, I'm guessing it's just like it's like the largest chain in in uh in Kansas City or around this area. Like it's just the largest gas station. It's it's the nicest gas station they have. So you guys really pride yourselves on your gas stations, which I can respect that. See, like up here, it's like all Wawa and we like, I mean, I like Wawa. It's cool, but I don't, I don't really nice like and organized. Yeah, I would say so. It's like a mini grocery store kind of looking okay. thing too. Okay. So I mean, so, yeah, it's, 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 pretty probably, nice. it's probably similar to that. Like I okay. go out of my way to go to a quick trip over going to another gas station. Let's put it that way. I, I would agree with that because I think like you can't go to a typical gas station and get like a milkshake, but I can go to Wawa, get gas, and get a milkshake. Dude, they have quick trip kitchens now. You can order food. You can order breakfast. You can order pizza. You can order milkshakes. You can order whatever. Like it's it's the one stop shop greatest place in the entire entire world in terms of gas stations. Are you sponsored by yeah. them? No. I feel like you that. should. I thought that was like a plug should, for I quick a gas, trip. I should get a gas sponsorship here. You should get a gas. You should get sponsored by them because the way that you talked about them, they would be throwing you dollars like it was nobody's business. I think I just gave them a bunch of business. I don't know. What, you know they, they're not well, money either. That place is always packed. So we've actually been talking about – so we've interviewed a ton of guys at Glory. And first off, why is everyone at Glory so nice? Like everyone – we're a newer podcast. We've only been around since like July. And people at, at Glory just love to come on our show, and they're awesome. I love it. Uh, a lot of us are like kind of new and up and comers. I mean, you're, you're doing Devin Weber, you're doing uh, Mo, you know, all those people like who've never done interviews before. And like, I remember being like super nervous from my like first couple of interviews. Like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm talking about. And now like, I appreciate doing interviews. Like, uh, our managers at Meridian, they're like, hey, can you do an interview? I'm like, give me every interview you got. I want to do this. Like, I, I, I love getting my name out there. I love talking to people. And I love just, I don't know. We're, we're all nice until we get on the mat. That's just that's just the story. I was gonna say, is there like a, a switch there that you flip? It's like everything's nice up until that moment, but as soon as you get in the octagon, you're just like killer instincts go in. Yeah, we're we're all after like there's a lot of people that have been new people that have been coming into glory, and they're like, you guys are just this this place is different. The grind is different. It's it's a lot it's a lot more workload than I think people uh, people think it's gonna be, and and we work our asses off here. It's a blue collar. Blue collar gym, everybody's working their ass off, but we all we all support each other and hang out with each other, and so so I mean, the, the reason we're nice is we all doing this shit. What I mean, you can't be mad about your life. You're sitting here training six days a week at one of the nicest gyms in in the world, and just enjoying fighting. And how did you find Glory? What was your start there? Uh, I've known Kraus for for quite a few years. Uh, obviously, you know we kind of both grew up in the region, and he was there a little bit before I was. Um, so I trained at a place in Carter, Missouri called, uh, Submission Inc. That's just one of the first places I started training at, kind of grew up. Uh, and then I was, I became the best guy in the room and I was like, I'm not getting what I need. I need to find a bigger place. Um, so I went to HD MMA, which is, uh, Jason High and LC Davis's gym. 
it's no longer around, but I went there, kind of trained with them. And uh, I wasn't the best in the gym, but I wasn't getting the best training partners I needed. I wasn't getting more training partners that, that I needed. So I reached out to Jim Trials and said, yeah, stop by, you know, check it out once a week, see what you think. And I never left. And just, I think I've been here six, six years, something like that now. So it's been, it's been a, been a hell of a trek. So we've actually talked about coming down to Glory MMA. So we're actually under the Fight Bananas banner. Uh, so they picked our podcast okay. up and we kind of like work for them. And we've talked about Yo. coming down to Glory MMA and challenging you guys to an Olympics. So we were talking to Grant and we were saying, you know, we think we think that like Grant has said that most of you guys are just wrestlers and fighters. You can't throw like baseballs or footballs. You can't shoot oh, a basketball. <laughs> so, so we're talking about coming down to glory MMA eventually and maybe putting on a little bit of an Olympics and making Grant a Dawson, little YouTube video out of it. You're saying that we can't play football and basketball He's sitting over here. He's talking to coffee and KOs. They said we, that you you can't play basketball or football. We're just all wrestlers and fighters. I am. I don't know about that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm What's 100% up? like I grew up playing football. I grew up playing basketball. Like I'm, I'm, an, I'm an athlete too, so that helps me out a lot. Are you the what best about, athlete at Glory? Uh, David Onama. Oh. Okay. Devontae, like now, those, those guys are just natural athletes. Uh, so, yeah. Can I keep up with them? Yes. We're, we're thinking about like some ping pong, maybe a little. Well, we're going to throw everything in there. Like there's going to be, there's might even what be a checkers game. Oh, I'm in on checkers. checkers. Play, play okay. Some, so play some uh, chess with Krauss. I guarantee you he's going he's, to, he plays chess all the time. That I, makes sense. I feel like a good way to do it with, uh, you know, athleticism, but we're all like, at least us, we're not, uh, we're not athletes anymore, but. That translates into yard games well. So I feel like if we did some sort of like cornhole can jam type of tournament thing, I think that's where we might thrive a little bit. Good luck. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I, 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 like I, I, I love some cornhole. I'm in, man. I'm, I'm competitive. Somebody asked me the other day, they're like, are, are you competitive just in fighting? I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I will, if my wife and I leave the exact same place, I will try to beat her home and I will make sure I beat her home. And vice versa, <laughs> if she beats me home, she'll sit in the driveway and just stare at me until I get home. She's like, <laughs> but you're driving the Camaro. There's no way you're losing. No, I don't lose. I'll, yeah, I'll I was going to, I was going to, just to beat her home. But I was yeah, going to say, yeah. Uh, all right. I love, so I love, we're going to have a good game at Cornell. I love, I love all that. All this point. So I'm in. I think that that's, we're going to have to make this happen. We're going to have to come down to glory MMA and we're going to have to shoot a YouTube video and just make it coffee and KO slash fight bananas takes on glory mma and i think it would make for an electric electric youtube video oh i'm i definitely that would, that would definitely get a lot of views a lot of a lot of a lot of good publicity for sure and it'll get you out of the house and it'll get me out of the house like you're damn right <laughs> carrie you're welcome all right so getting on to some fight news you actually just got at least i just saw that you have an upcoming fight with matthew yeah. semmelsberger um, kind of take us through that. How do you feel like you match up? I think personally, I've watched Semmelsberger fight. I feel like you match up perfect with him. Yeah, uh, he's he's a bigger guy. He's gonna be bigger and more athletic. Uh, definitely, a, I definitely think a lot tougher fight than uh, the last fight that I had. Um, but I also think he's basic. I don't think his experience level is gonna keep up with mine, and I think that'll shine in the fight. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of wrestling out of him. I haven't seen a lot of takedown defense. I haven't seen a lot of that. He's more of a a one punch striker, kind of a Muay Thai one, two, three kick. Doesn't 
done set up a six ball, which I'm notorious for moving down off kicks. My I have great timing. Uh, I think I really, I know I really match up well with him. Um, and, and I'm going to prove that when it comes to March 13th. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like you match, like, because that's what I basically saw in his fight against Minus was really just the striking was pretty good, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't see any wrestling background for him. And with you, I feel like I've seen you wrestle and, and you look very, very comfortable and much. I feel like you're going to be much stronger than he is. Yeah, that's that's the game plan. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not a big 170, but I'm a strong 170. Like I don't be throwing around a lot. Um, yeah, I just I think what we do at Glory MMA is is blending things in. And I think he's just a one like a one style like kickboxing straight into that where I can blend a overhand right into a shot into into a combination into another shot like I, I blend things really together really well um where I feel like he's not and I think for me when the fight comes that I will show that um uh, just setting things up and especially the, the the what we've been doing lately at Glory MMA is definitely um we're outworking everybody and we're doing different stuff and you know with James Krause Grant Dawson Austin all those people teaching us we're all learning every day so we're, we're getting better every day so even even from the last fight i already feel like i'm like on a different level than i was for the last fight. absolutely and i feel like i just recently watched the the cole williams fight and the sato fight um obviously the sato fight you know you got caught that happens we don't talk about that one the cole williams <laughs> fight was sick though because you completely controlled that fight the entire time and I, i've only seen those few fights from you is that typically how like your your plan goes is that usually what the, the roadmap is for you uh i mean it's it's, it's all the game the game plan uh Krause and our team formulates it really is uh with with williams it was we knew he missed weight we heard in the grade by the admin training uh, with good partners. Um, so we knew shooting on him early was really going to kind of wear him down. And we knew we knew he had a, a power right hand. Uh, that's really all he brought to the table was pressure and a power right hand. So we knew if that if we fit in early, take him out early, kind of smoke him for the first round, the second round would just be money for us. And so so I, I feel like I'm good at everything. So setting up a game plan really, I can, I can go one way or other. I can go, I can strike with the wrestlers. I can wrestle with the with the strikers or I can do both. It really, it really doesn't matter. So Whatever, whatever they set up for the game plan is what we work on in training, and that's what I try to execute. Like, and do do you think you entered the UFC at the right time, or do you wish it would have happened sooner? Because like we've talked to Minner and Kroom, and and you know they're always like, well, we're happy that we're here now. Like if we were here earlier, maybe we wouldn't have have wouldn't have success. And like Minner specifically was like, young guys really don't belong in the UFC. You need guys that are like almost super vets that have seen everything. And like he he rags on guys like Chase Hooper, which we hate Chase Hooper, so it's totally cool. Um, <laughs> so he rags on Hooper because you know Hooper's twenty one and he really gets his ass kicked every fight, and then just manages to somehow pull off a win. So do you think like now that you basically are like a seasoned vet, this is like the perfect time for you to to be in the UFC? Absolutely. Uh, I I look back at like like six or seven fights, and I'm like, man, I'm ready to be in the UFC. I should be there. That's where I belong. Um, and, and looking back at it now, it's like, I, I, I should, I'm glad I waited. I'm glad, or I'm glad it happened the way it did. You know what I mean? I'm glad I'm in the UFC now instead of five years ago when I thought I should have been in the UFC. Like I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Uh, even a, you know, 48 seconds loss to, to Soto on two days notice, it, it got me the opportunity to get in the UFC. So I, I believe that, um, timing is everything. So I, I believe I'm, I'm happy where I'm at now and I'm glad that, you know, it, it did take that, that amount of time. 
and going like looking back at your career i thought it was interesting because it seems like every fight you're doing it on a different promotion what was there a reason that you were kind of bouncing around or what was going on with that uh we were trying to get in the ufc <laughs> that's what we were trying to do so we took every fight we could i mean there, there was a point uh that i took like four fights in five months something stupid um we, we were just trying to get in the ufc so whatever promotion we could find a fight for uh there's been many times that joe Wooster would just say wait i'm like yep like he wouldn't even be asking me about a fight but i'm like yes like i, I don't care if you're if it's a fight i don't care if it's you want to go get coffee i don't care <laughs> just yes let's like let's go <laughs> Now, was there like any, so we asked this a lot, was there any interest from like Bellator or anything like that? Or did you kind of block that out and you were just like, UFC is where I want to be and that's it? UFC is where I want to be, no matter what. Like I fought in Bellator, that's great. Those are good guys. But even the top echelon of the guys go to the UFC. Look at Michael Chandler right now. He, he's happy in the UFC. That's where he wants to be because he knows that's the best guys there is. Um, so I want to test myself against the best guys that I can in the UFC. That's where it's at. And have you yeah, I feel like that's the common common answer. Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. That's okay. I was just gonna say, have you um, the level of competition to be you know, a lot greater than what you faced previously? Or are you still kind of figuring that out right now? Uh, I, honestly, I don't know. The, my last fight, Cole Williams, was my easiest, well, probably one of my easiest fights I've had to date. Um, I've had a lot of tough fights. I've had a lot of tough opponents. I've had a lot of wars. But uh, I say this a lot in, in class. I'm like shooting in on Cole Williams hips was like easier than shooting it on a 125 pound girl sometimes like it just it was, <laughs> i don't know what it was about that fight but when i shot in on him it, he had no hips it was it was just i picked him up and went um so i, I don't know yet uh i've only had two fights sato can't really talk about that fight because i mean he, he caught me quick and that's just the way it was um williams wasn't a hard fight so next fight i know it's gonna be hard i know it's gonna be a difficult fight but i'm up for the challenge and then and i think about that every day and i'm working harder to make it so the, the competition is not as hard as it needs to be or should be. You got this, bro. You have fans in us now. We are you're gonna you're gonna destroy some you're gonna destroy Semmelsberger, like without a doubt. Um, so I gotta ask though, your wife, how does she handle you fighting? Like, does she freak out? Does she yeah. watch or like how does she handle that? Uh heavy amounts of alcohol. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that uh, makes no, total sense. Usually it. Yeah, I mean, so like my mom's always, she's been to like almost every one of my fights she can go to. Uh, when she first started watching fights, she took Xanax and drank. Like she was in a nervous, nervous wreck. My mom now can do it sober, which is good. My wife still drinks uh, quite a bit. She's nervous, but you know, uh, when we first started dating, I told her like, look, this is what I'm doing. I've lost a lot of girlfriends to this. Like if you're not in this with me, then, then there's no point in even going further. So like, this is day one. This is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, leave. If you do, thank you for your support. Appreciate that. Like sticking with me. But yeah, she, she loves it. She, she, I mean, she loves it as much as any wife loves watching her husband fight cage. Uh, but yeah, she's very supportive and, uh, yeah, she drinks a lot. It probably makes her feel <laughs> good that you could kick the shit out of anyone who messes with her too. So, I mean, that's, that's also kind of cool. She's got like a personal security system. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Uh, but, Anybody in the street, I just like you win. Like I walk, like there's there's well, guys yeah. that fight me. I'm like I'm like you win. I'm out. Well, yeah, because but, it's not worth it. But you no. know what would really happen, so you yeah. don't have to worry about it. No, then you start getting into like the Mike Perry headlines and the the yeah, weird exactly. McGregor headlines. You don't need that. No, but that's that's different. Like, like if if you're if you if you say something to my wife, they're just words, right? You're you're not going to get me to fight you because you 
hey, your wife's a bitch. Was well, my wife a bitch? No. So that really doesn't bother me at all. Right. Now, if you walk up and grab my girl's ass, we have a different problem. That's 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 a physical, you know, altercation that needs to be met with a physical altercation. <laughs> I agree. That opinion. see that that yeah, I I like that that take. All right, so we know that you have some stuff to do. We don't want to keep you too long, so we're gonna run two segments, you're good. and then we're you're good to go. So we got we got our first segment is called the significant strike segment. We ask three questions that were formulated by our wives. So my wife asked a question, Steve's wife and Carrie's wife, or Steve's soon-to-be wife and Carrie's wife, and then uh, yes, and then and then you pick which one you found. You answer all three and then pick which one you thought was the funniest. Okay. Or best question. All right, Carrie. All right. Question one. What would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? AK-47. Okay. Yes. I don't. I don't know a lot about guns. I just bought a brand new shotgun that's semi-automatic, so it's pretty cool. But I feel like AK-47 just murders everybody. I was thinking chainsaw, and then I was like, "Why would you not choose a gun?" <laughs> that's too the smart close. Answer. I don't. I don't want com like too close combat. Stay as far away so as wait. possible. You're telling me that you would be scared of a zombie. Jason Witt, the vanilla gorilla, would be scared of a zombie? Not if I had an AK-47. Oh, Could you rear naked right. choke of a zombie? Uh, they're already dead, so it doesn't really matter. You're not cutting off blood flow to something that's not already getting blood flow. True. We're going, we're going deep in this now. Now, now we're really going deep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is the most useless piece of clothing invented? Useless piece of clothing. Underwear. Sorry, I mean, sorry. I, so let me rephrase that. Women's underwear. It just gets in the way. Of I, stuff. It's not needed. I, I kind of agree. Like I, I think I thought about this question as well, and I, I that was my choice was underwear. I feel like that's you yeah. know that's the most ditchable piece of clothing. Yeah, socks you need, pants you need because they keep you warm. But underwear, it's already covered up by pants or shorts or whatever but women's underwear this just gets in the way of the good stuff there's no reason for it <laughs> true I, I i agree as well all right last one what Amen. what is what is advice you would give yourself 10 years ago that's a deep question too Whew. uh work hard and believe in yourself i think i think confidence right. is a huge thing and that's something i've struggled with over the years and you know, looking back ten years from now, just believe in yourself of what you're doing. Just putting putting the work and believe in what you're doing. Believe in believe in the the practice you're putting in. I like that. All right. So those were the three questions. Pick which one you thought was the best, and then I will tell you who asked each question. Okay. I'm gonna go with the uh, the clothing question because I never asked that question before. So I gotta go with that. All right. That one was Carrie's Did I get wife. A win? I you gotta win. I, I you gotta win. Got win. Broke the streak. My wife, my wife was on like a five interview win streak. So Which finally, the streak question? is over. Uh, my wife's question was the weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse. That's a good question. That's a good question. I haven't then, won in like eight weeks, so I don't know. <laughs> I just give up. No, tell, don't tell give up. Every game up. Didn't you just hear him? He said, "Don't give up. <laughs> Have faith in yourself." And you're over here saying you're giving up, Steve. Figure it out, bro. Oh, damn it. Maybe that's why I'm losing. Yeah. Do, do some ridiculous. homework and just come up with like a thousand questions and then find like the best 10 questions and you have 10 weeks of answers. You have 10 weeks of winning. There you go, Steve. All right. 
All right. I'm just trying Tell to her. <laughs> All right. So Steve's going to take you through rapid fire. And then actually the last part of the interview, we let you plug whatever sponsors or say anything that you want to say, ask us a question, whatever you want. And then we shut down the interview. Steve rapid okay. fire. That's All right. So rapid fire. I'm going to give you two options. You tell me which one you prefer. And there's also some other questions in there as well to end it. So crowd or no crowd? No crowd. Apex or Fight Island? Apex. Hometown, Fight Night, main event, or main card on the pay-per-view? Uh, fight Night, main event. Fight of the Year Award or Knockout of the Year Award? Knockout of the Year Award, because if it's knockout, that means I won no matter what. Fight of the Year, I could have lost. I could have lost. That's true. Uh, what would drive you crazier, a bad stoppage or a bad judge? Uh, bad judge. You watch the whole fight knowing that you could have made a better decision, but with the one stoppage, you had a split-second thing to make a decision on that, so I think bad judge. That, that's a good way to look at that. If a restaurant had a Jason Witt special, what would it be? Ooh, anything peanut butter chocolate. You just peanut butter chocolate shake, I don't care. You, I guess the vanilla grill, you'd have to throw in a banana. So banana, peanut butter, chocolate. Have you ever had peanut butter and jelly on a hamburger before? Apparently, that's a thing. That's a thing? Yeah. Now, people are saying it's very good. good. But now I want to try it. Is that a Massachusetts thing? Because I know damn well that is not in Pennsylvania. I think people are just getting crazy and they just will start making anything. I don't know. I'm just saying I heard is, it was really mar- good. Is marijuana legal in Massachusetts? Uh, yes. Well, that explains a lot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Jason. Uh, I'm just, I'm just connecting, connecting dots here. Yep, that is exactly why it's a thing. Um, okay. Outside of MMA, what's your dream job? Uh, I own a personal training studio right now, so I'd love to own a larger, larger personal training studio, larger, larger gym. That's what I like doing. And that's gonna happen or, at some point. Or professional skateboarder. Do you skateboard now? Uh, I skateboarded for like eight years when I was younger. Uh, I roll on a skateboard now every once in a while. Uh, just it, I love doing. It. I still watch skateboarders videos to this day. Uh, I love skateboarding. I think it's a fantastic sport, and you get to pretty much roll on with your homies, skateboard, and then go party every night, travel around the world. That sounds like a fantastic job. And I, I feel like I feel like no one gives love to the X Games, but every time they come on, I'm always like, that's so badass. Everything they always do. Yeah, it's insane. The, the level of the sports these days is just ridiculous. Um, favorite movie? Legends of the Fall. Favorite pump-up song? Ooh. That's, that's mood-based. That's not really a favorite song. That's more mood-based. Like, so um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, if you're in uh, like training and you need like one song to like really get you going... Uh, put on by Young Jeezy. Oh, our, that's a that's a solid pick. Now we were talking about bar fights earlier. If you want me to get into a bar fight, now, I don't know why this song goes to me, but shipping off to Boston just it puts me in that mood. Like I'm, I'm yes, I might break a bottle and stab somebody. I don't know what's gonna happen. But that puts me in the mood. <laughs> that song gets the people going. That's the Dropkick Murphys, the Boston <laughs> special. <laughs> um, on Wednesday, Michael Chiesa or Neil Magny. I'm gonna go Neil Magny. Uh, I think he's longer. I think he's better striking. Uh, if it goes, I don't know. 
That's a, Man, I love gosh. Michael Chiesa at that they're weight so, class. They're so evenly matched. Though. It's they wild. Are. It's like, I feel like experience-wise, they're matched up well. Chiesa might have a little bit better experience than he does. So uh, I'll still take Magny. Nice. And then, uh, obviously, UFC 257, Connor or Poirier? Connor. Uh, yeah. Just, just based on I, I know Poirier's had a lot more uh, tougher fights and a lot more uh, tougher opponents in the past couple of fights have been more active. Um, but McGregor, I, I know, I know he gets better too. I know people think he's probably just sitting on like the sidelines doing nothing, but I know that man's training. I know what he's doing is definitely gonna uh, showcase in um, Saturday night. And I think that left hand is just deadly. I think he's just he's I, I think he's levels ahead of people, like he says. Uh, he's just he's just intelligent in that in those terms. And I think fight IQ plays a big part in in that fight yep and uh poirier does tend to get hit a lot so that could be a, a big factor in it so last thing here describe your fighting style using one word gorilla <laughs> you, you figure that out yourself you figure that out yourself <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> yeah I, I like that all right, man. Hey, we really appreciate you coming on. So the last segment, we allow you to the floor. We call it the floor is yours. You are allowed to plug any sponsors, say anything you want to say. You're allowed to ask us a question, whatever you want. You have all the time you need. The floor is yours. Take it away. Okay. Question for you. Uh, advice to a guy who's trying to have kids, but does that have no kids? So, so you want to have kids, but you don't want to have kids. We're trying to have kids, but we don't have any kids. So we're trying to have kids. What's your advice for a guy? about to have kids oh man first off enjoy the moments that you don't have them so i was actually just talking about my wife to that to my uh, wife today is like i feel like the times that I, I was with her for seven years i think before we had our first kid and it's like i i wish i could go back to those times sometimes because you you take them for granted and now it's like you know i'm 26 years old with two kids and it's like i have so much responsibility now and it's and I love them. I would never change it for the world, but it's like, you know, there's just, you have so much more time to do things. So enjoy the time that you okay. don't have them. But uh, I would just say if you have a, a weak stomach, work on making it stronger because the shit smells terrible. Um, okay. And you don't know, like, you don't know in which ways it's going to come out. It might come out of the diaper. It might go on the floor. You might get some on your hand. It's just, it's a mess. <laughs> um and uh i don't know just have fun like it's it's it is a great experience but it's you got to just kind of keep your cool I, I find myself at times like freaking out and like wanting to lose my mind but uh at the end of the day you know it, it is the best job in the world is being a parent without a doubt okay so i actually uh my brother and both my brother-in-laws both just had kids so one's four and two and one is like eight months old and i've been talking to him and i'm like i will literally do that i will literally like if I want to sleep in on a Sunday and like just go downstairs and watch TV in my basement, watch a big ass TV as loud as I want, and you know maybe take some recreational activity too, just just chill out down there by myself without having to deal with any of my wife's sleep. I do whatever I want. Like I take those times of just like I know they're waking up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday with some screaming kid. I'm like I'm not doing that, and I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of this. Yes, that's so my buddy over here is he doesn't have any kids. So uh, that's what I mean. Like I, I used to, you know, I used to love going out to the bar with my friends or like, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And now like, it's not that I don't get to do anything. I mean, obviously, I'm here. This is a hobby. I'm a teacher full time. So this is a hobby for me, but I don't get to do all the things I used to. So, you know, enjoy it now while you have it. Okay. Uh, I, I would also 
Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, because my brother has three kids, I was going to say babysit and do it pretty often and just kind of get um, a little bit of taste of what it's going to be like, because that puts it right into perspective when you babysit uh, <laughs> two or three kids. <laughs> no, I've, I've hung around their kids. I don't want to. I'm good. <laughs> okay. No, but I like that. That's smart. Uh, Steve, what is your dream job? What do you want to do? If you could wake up tomorrow and do whatever you wanted to do. You know what I always said I wanted to do? I think it would be incredible would be to be a, like a big time DJ. If I could be anything, I would want to be like a big time DJ and just get like the, the crowd like pumped up all the time and travel DJ and just do all these. Me. Yeah. Except like not him. Except not like, a douchey guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You are uh, Italian, though, Steve. You I am Italian. Italian, though. That's oh, yeah. tough. But that would probably be my dream job. Okay. Okay. Zach, what about you? I am Zach. Oh, my dream job. I thought you were talking to Carrie. Um, <laughs> my, my dream job? <laughs> I, I, would say, I would say podcasting. Like, I love doing this. This is just, okay. this to me, like, this is the third podcast I've done. This is the first one that is actually, like, not taking off, but, like, we're finally signed under a banner. And, like, it's the first one really kind of making it. I love UFC and I love talking with the fighters. And I think that like, you know, I've really learned a lot just from like, cause I think a lot of people would be intimidated to talk to a fighter. Like they fight for a living, but you know, we've realized really quickly that you guys are all cool as hell. And it's, you know, it's really fun to talk to you guys. And I see the thing is my goal is as an interviewer is to make it fun. Like I don't want, I don't want the fighters to come on and be asked like the same question over and over and over. Yeah, I want to sure. talk to fighters and have fun and like make them want to come back on the show. Not like they just did a typical after fight post fight show where they're like, yeah, I grew up fighting because you know, that's what I did. And I like to fight. Like, no, I want to talk about fun, real shit. Like not, not the stupid stuff. So that's kind of like my goal with this. So uh, I would just definitely say podcasting. Okay. First, those are both great answers. And two, you guys did a great job with the interview. I, you guys asked a lot of different questions that I really, really enjoyed. And, and so you guys did a great job with that. Awesome, man. Well, Thank well, you we very appreciate much. it. We would love to have yeah. you back on. Um, and uh, yeah, anytime. Let us know. We'll have you back on. If you want to come talk fights, we can talk fights. Whatever you want to do, my man, you're welcome back on anytime. I have one more question. Yeah. When's the Olympics versus coffee and KOs? <laughs> when, when COVID listen, allows it, I think. Yeah, I mean, listen. I, so, so I would love to come down, at, like over the summer. Whether I can do that or not financially, we'll see. But uh, I think that because we've talked to Fight Bananas about it, and I think it would be awesome. So we would love to really uh, come down there in the summer and make it happen. Be, I think that'd be a huge episode. Honestly, I do. Like nobody's ever done that before. There was like challenge fighters to other stuff. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anything on. You know what I mean? I've never seen one like that. So I think even for the your fight for for your banner, that would that I don't know why they didn't dive into that. Like this is a great idea. Cause yeah, you I think, think it'd be you, great. You gotta think all these people are trying to come up with ideas of how to do this and how to do that. Like that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, it's, I it's think a that's a great idea. But it's also like UFC seems to be like kind of like an untapped market in a way. Like people talk about all like the big four sports, but people don't really talk about UFC a lot. I think that's what we're trying to do is kind of like get UFC more like mainstream and like do these cool things because UFC is incredible. For sure. I think that's a great way to go about it too. Well, we'll be in touch and you can help advocate for us and make sure you start talking to the guys around glory and be like, we got to start practicing ping pong like on Sundays after practice so that we can smoke these fools. And then they'll eventually be like, they'll be ready to go. I'm just going to walk out and be like, 
these sons of bitches were talking some shit. <laughs> yeah, get him like hyped up. I know James Krause. He seems like he would. Uh, he likes all the shit oh, talking. Everything. He'd be competitive. Competitive as 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 they come, man. Just don't. The only restriction is there's no wrestling because you guys would kill me. I'm a little guy, but I'm overweight, and I, I would probably tear like every bone in my body. So I I can't take Sounds a hit, like man. A I'm I am problem. so. Uh, you're, you are you are 100 right last thing last thing we are sending a yep. shirt to glory mma um you have to make sure you sign it we're actually raffling one off and then we are going to um we're going to keep one in our studio here and hang it up on the wall it's this shirt but it's in white it says crazy about fights and jacked on caffeine um so uh make sure you sign that so we can uh we can have that up on our wall man absolutely will do we appreciate it. Carrie, take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, the Coffee Taylor's crew has called an end to this interview, declaring the winner by knockout, Jensen, the Manila Gorilla Hey, Jason, thanks for joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed that, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at Coffee and KOs1. This has been Coffee and KOs Outside the Octagon. We'll see you next time.